The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Legislation on the possession of knives is urgent to address the, ri- the rise of knife-related crimes. That's according to Fianna Fáil spokesperson on Justice Jim O'Callaghan, who made the calls in the wake of a series of knife crimes in Ireland. And he joins us on the show now. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Anton. Jim, can I ask, in relation to the legislation that you are seeking, there's obviously two issues. There is the possession of a knife and there is the use of a knife. You, you believe yeah. changes are required in respect of both or either? Uh, certainly in respect of possession and the legislation that I introduced back in 2021 relates to possession, uh, Anton. And the, I'll just describe that in due course. But the reason for it, we've recently got statistics as well from last year. And it shows that last year the Guardi seized over 2,000 knives. So unfortunately, we're seeing an increase in the carrying of knives in the public realm. And I think that needs a response because also, tragically, we've heard a number of events of people who are either being seriously or facially uh, injured as a result of use of uh, knives. So what I proposed in the legislation, which has got through the second stage of Dáil Éireann at present, is that the maximum penalty for possession of a knife with intent to cause injury would be increased from five years to 10 years. And listen, I'm aware as well that, listen, this isn't exclusively uh, criminal justice or a problem that can be resolved through legislation. We also need an information campaign, education campaign, to warn young men particularly about the dangers of carrying knives, because many of them think they're carrying a knife for defensive purposes. But as we all know, if there is a fight, if there's a row and if there's a knife produced, it can have fatal consequences. Obviously, that will probably be popular or populist in terms of being seen as a response to the the issue of knife crime. Knife crime. Does it actually make a difference if somebody leaves the house armed with the intent of stabbing somebody? Do they pause because they're going to get ten years rather than five? Yeah, I think it will have a deterrent effect. But obviously, you know, we have legislation for everything, and you could argue that legislation doesn't stop the occurrence of certain criminal activities. But the benefit of it would be uh, twofold. First of all, I think it would generate a a strong conversation about the dangers of people just carrying knives. But secondly, I think it would act as a deterrent. If somebody knew that society was going to treat these offences much more seriously than they're being treated at present, I think that would have an impact. Now, you said the, the legislation would change in respect of carrying a knife with intent to do harm. Are you also yeah. seeking to change the legislation in respect of found, being found in possession if intent can't be established? Yeah, that would apply. Like it's, it's dealt with under the Firearms and Offensive Weapons Act. And section, subsection 1 of section 9 deals with just possession of a knife. Subsection 4 and 5 deal with it for the purpose of seeking to cause injury or incapacitation of a person. Like my primary focus is on the latter, Anton. I know arguments have been made by the Department of Justice against changing the penalty for mere possession. But I really think we need to focus in on trying to change the penalty for possession with intent to incapacitate a person or to cause serious injuries. They're obviously two separate offences. Somebody could be in possession of a knife uh, and it wouldn't be something for the reason of seeking to incapacitate or cause injury to another. And that's a different type of uh, criminal uh, offence. But I certainly think those who are in possession of a knife with the intention of causing injury or harm to another should be informed and be aware that that's a serious criminal offence. Is it a difficult prosecutorial bar to cross? Yeah, certainly when you have to establish uh, intent, it is going to be uh, more difficult to establish than mere possession. But obviously if somebody uses a knife 
and causes serious injury to another person or facially injures the other person, the primary prosecutable offence will be uh, assault causing serious harm or it could be manslaughter or it could be murder. But certainly if the Guardian are seizing knives, and we've seen they seized over 2,000 knives last year, that they're seizing them in circumstances where I think they should also be able to establish that people are seeking to carry these knives for the purpose of inflicting harm. Obviously if somebody is apprehended in the middle of a fight that can be uh, identified as being having a knife with, possession, with intent to cause harm. And to what extent do you see this as a legislative issue and to what extent an enforcement issue? Because already the texts are coming in saying what's needed is more guards on the beat and more forceful policing in respect of people who might be carrying knives. Well, listen, it's, as I said to you, this is not going to be the uh, solution to the problem. It's part of the solution. And obviously, legislation is one method of trying to resolve it. Enforcement, I would have thought, is even more important. When you look at the fact that the Guard seized over 2,000 knives last year, that's certainly part of the solution. And also, as I said before, an education and information campaign is absolutely essential. Very many boys, I regret to say, and young men are taking out knives because they think they are necessary in order for defensive purposes. It's like we need to start educating them and informing them about the tragedies that can occur if they're in possession of a knife and a knife is produced. But certainly, I think by having a legislative response, by having a stronger enforcement response from the Gardaí and having an information response, we'll be able to do something to try to reduce the level of uh, I suppose, serious assaults that have been perpetrated through knives and the carrying of knives. Although what you point to is a much more significant, broader problem if, as you say, there are young men who feel that they need to be carrying knives when they leave the house to protect themselves. That points to a, a culture of crime and violence in the areas in which these young men live that is hugely difficult to challenge. We, that's correct. And unfortunately, this isn't just a phenomenon unique to Ireland. We're seeing a growing knife crime culture, not just in Ireland, it's in the UK as well. But but we need to do something to respond to it. We can't just, you know, wring our heads and say, listen, this is terrible that this culture is developing. We didn't have that culture a number of years ago in Ireland. So I think we need to try to get a response to it. And that response has to be legislative, it has to be policing, it has to be educational. Well, I assume that you have spoken to the various different stakeholders in those sectors, whether it's educational, whether it's policing, etc. To what do they attribute and to what do you attribute the increase in the knife crime? I think it is, um, in a way, it's sort of a vicious circle because with the increase in attacks as a result of the use of knives, therefore, thereafter, younger guys and boys sometimes think it's necessary to carry a knife in order to defend themselves. And as that propagates itself, more people start to carry knives. And the problem derives from, like, the injuries are all coming from the fact that people think it is necessary to carry knives. Like, if we can get a, a message out there that that isn't necessary, that you will be safe without the necessity of carrying a knife, and that there are serious consequences if you're apprehended in possession of a knife would intend to cause harm, I think that could uh, change it. But that appears to be the reason why the carrying of knives is increasing. And we can see from the statistics, I regret to say, that it's happening. Because uh, if you look at 2016, 1,200 knives were seized by the Gardaí last year over 2,000. And in the seven years from 2016 to 2022, 13,000 knives uh, have been seized. And I suppose what it indicates 
is the greater presence, I regret to say, of knives in Irish society. And there is a bit of a knife culture there. And one assumes as well it is one of those weapons where it, it, it isn't like trying to find a gun where you have to go on the black market and acquire it. You simply walk into a kitchen and you can arm yourself before you leave the house. So it is an easy weapon for somebody who wants to either commit crime or believes that it's their only source of self-defence. Yeah, and like we're never going to get rid of knives in the same way some people want to say get rid of guns. Like We're always going to have a society where we have knives. But what is happening, I regret to say, is that the type of knives that are being seized, they're not knives that are used in kitchens. They're sort of hunting knives and they're knives that are clearly for the purpose of aggressive uh, purposes of trying to inflict damage on others. So they're not just somebody going around with a kitchen knife. And... Um, there, is, there was that culture, as I say, uh, in, in certain parts of um, other, other countries, there was a knife culture before, but for some reason it seems to be coming here now and we just need to be very careful in respect to it. Jim O'Callaghan, thank you very much. It's Jim O'Callaghan, Fianna Fáil spokesperson for Justice, um, speaking there about the issue of knife crime and the increase in occurrences of knife crime and knife seizures that we've seen in recent months. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.